the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia right here on SAFM 23 minutes after 5 o'clock and we're in conversation next with uh, Chifiwa Chivenga who is the CEO of the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. So Indonesia has banned premarital sex. The country had already banned adultery and in the new law it also bans cohabitation of unmarried couples. Those found guilty will face a jail sentence of up to a year. This includes tourists of course from other countries how is this likely to affect the tourism industry in that country? Chivio, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. When you first came across this article, what went through your mind? To you and to your listeners, um, I think, um, you know, regulations are usually uh, a big problem. Uh, and this is part of that, whereby you put a regulation without looking at an unintended consequences. And, uh, you know, when, when you know, I saw that, uh, you know, it, it's not a unique law. It has been, you know, put in place uh, in other countries, uh, in other parts of the world. Uh, however, I think, you know, a country like Indonesia, you know, which really has a huge uh, number of tourists visiting the country, um, it simply puts it, you know, in, in a place where you know, tourists will have to think twice before they could even get on the, on the plane uh, because their behavior is going to be regulated, uh, you know, beyond what other countries normally do. So one always has to look at, uh, you know, the sector and be able to say who are we competing with, what are we tempering with, how many jobs are we going to lose, uh, and also what's going to be the economic impact, uh, you know, of, of, of a particular regulation. And I think this one in particular, where tourists have to then probably prove, uh, you know, that they are married. Uh, it sort of reminds me of when we were asking uh, parents of the, of, of, of the inbound tourists to provide a certificate, birth certificate that is unabridged to prove that the children are theirs. So it, it becomes another additional requirement for traveling to that particular country. Always never good for tourism uh, as tourists will choose another place to visit. Well, for me, there's another part around, and you say that the law itself is is not necessarily unique um, to Indonesia, is that how would you even be able to prove that somebody, whether the person is Indonesian or whether the person is a tourist, that they actually engaged in sexual intercourse and they are not married. Sure, we can prove that they are not married, but then having to prove that they actually had sexual intercourse. Well, that's precisely the point. Uh, even proving alone that the people are married, anyone can arrive there with any sort of a paper that says they are married. Uh, and how do you even verify that indeed they are married? Uh, and of course, when it comes to, you know, uh, sexual intercourse, you know, I we saying that the people will be in that particular space. So there are a lot of things, and these are the unintended consequences. Because the application of law and how you make sure that it, it, it is practiced, and the law itself is two different things when it comes to this type of thing. And that is why regulating the behavior of people of two adults 
that are of, 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 of consenting age that are legally, uh, you know, adults, I, I don't think should be uh, the business of, of, of government. Uh, it's the business of two people that, uh, uh, you know, have responsibilities and should be able to make their own decisions. Uh, so it, it's a bizarre type of a law. Uh, and like I said, it's not something that's uh, unique. There are many other laws in many different countries that are applicable to tourists. Uh, which makes you know many tourists uh, you know choose other destinations, and also we've seen recently many countries that had you know those types of laws, you know relaxing those laws, recognizing that tourism is important and it's an important aspect of the economy. And many of those countries have started to relax the laws or or try to create zones uh, within their own you know countries, you know recognizing that you know. Uh, the rent of the dollar that comes with tourists uh, is quite important for their economy. So it's very difficult to prove those type of things, uh, and to verify those type of things, let alone to apply those type of regulations. Uh, and and at, at some point, they become counterproductive, uh, and tourism suffers uh, in the main. We've seen this conversation also with the uh, FIFA World Cup in Qatar as well. Some people saying that some of the laws are quite archaic. But here's the other thing is that some people actually believe that um, morality, um, whichever um, definition the society um, comes up with, for them is the supreme law and therefore they would welcome something like this. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's each one to their own. And, and as long as you know, there is... Uh, you know, consensus in, in those type of things is each one of their own uh, to a certain degree. Uh, but I think others may argue differently uh, from the Constitution, the human rights point of view, uh, more so. They will argue differently that, uh, you know, human rights are, are important. And we have seen many people and many petitions, you know, that are done uh, for various laws in various countries and for people to petition for various, you know, countries to relax certain laws. Uh, be laws that pertains to a particular gender or, or, or sexual orientation and, and, and many others that you know sort of you know are looked at as, as behavioral or, or you know something that they would want to control. But as I've said, I think that at the end of the day there are multilateral institutions uh, and the United Nations World Tourism Organization, you know, to get involved in these things and to, to figure out you know, how it's going to impact, you know, the local population. You know, certainly if it was here in South Africa, we as South Africans will need to get involved and say, you know, does this, uh, you know, take away our constitutional rights uh, in the main? So, but from the tourism point of view, as I've said, every time we put regulation, that makes tourists think twice before they travel. It becomes problematic. We have to keep in mind that when we do things, and when we market ourselves, we are not the only country that people are choosing to go to. There are other countries and other destinations that people can, can go to and still enjoy. And therefore, it just puts tourism at the back foot. And I think it will do the same uh, for Indonesia and the islands, you know, that are part of the, uh, Indonesia. So it's it, it a precedent and it's very hard to police and it, it makes people nervous when they arrive in the country. Thank you so much for your time. Chifiwa Chivenga is the CEO of the Tourism Business Council of South Africa. Do you care at all that Indonesia has such a law that they are putting in place? And they say that it could take up to three years before the law becomes effective.
Um, but um, do you care at all? Um, would you travel, uh, not travel with your partner if you guys are not married? <laughs> Because who knows what could happen? It's half past five, time for the news headlines. <laughs>